If you've been paying attention to the news lately, maybe like the last six months or so, then you've probably noticed a recent surge in anti-trans legislature, which is popping up in various states across the USA. And so as far as I can tell, most of it's not passing. So thank God for that. But I'm quite sure that we can all agree that it's concerning to see this sort of back and forth with trans policies. Because it's like, on one hand, we have been making good progress lately. At least I feel like we have. Uh, but I also really wish that we didn't have to think twice about if we are going to come out on top of this or not. Do you know what I mean? But I also think that if we were to look back in time and consider all the different chapters of the human rights movement, then we would probably see this same kind of back and forth pattern being played out in all sorts of different situations, right? So what I wanted to do today is talk about something that I've observed many times within myself, and I feel it's highly applicable and relevant to the current state of affairs for us trans people. So what I've noticed is that for most of my life, I've had a tendency to participate in a sort of me versus you mentality. And I remember being so totally convinced that I was a separate individual who was existing inside of this like enclosed system. And then in between me and you was this giant wall. And so you, of course, meaning everyone and everything that existed beyond the little old individual me. And so the mentality that I had at the time was incredibly fearful because I felt like I needed to protect myself from all the perceived dangers of the world. So I think that that's one really big part of the situation that we as trans people are dealing with. So we've got a bunch of people, including us, who are convinced that this gender situation at its core is my side versus your side. That there's this giant wall in between us. And because it's us versus them, and we're all just incredibly fearful, now both sides are defending themselves from their perceived enemies. And so then in addition to this sense of inner division, which is nothing more than a projection of the unconscious mind, we also happen to live in a universe which is governed by the natural law of cause and effect. And it's not like we get to look at a cause or an effect in isolation because the two exist as one, right? It's like we've got two sides of the same coin. On one side, we have anti-trans legislature. And then on the other, we have whatever is the reciprocal match to that behavior. And I know it's just totally tempting to blame our so-called enemies and say, see, look at what they're doing to me. Like, look at how ignorant they are. Look at what they're making me do. And so we get in this habit where we're like uh, blaming the other side and we're using them as justification for our own unconscious behavior, right? But then we also fail to realize that all of this back and forth is actually happening on the same merry-go-round. 
So I push you, you push back. I push you and you push back and then around and around and around we go. So it's like we get so fixated on the output of our enemies that we fail to recognize the reciprocal input which is coming from us. And even though we exist in a world where cause and effect is the natural law and we as agents of change continue putting the same old divisiveness into this cause and effect formula and then we just get shocked when what we get in return is more divisiveness. And so it's like we look at what's coming back to us and we get so outraged. <laughs> but we don't realize that what's coming back is actually one and the same as the thing that we've been putting in. So, I mean, it's all pretty comical if it weren't so tragic. <laughs> but like I said, I think that this is just how it goes. And so that's why I say I'm not surprised to see the recent surge in anti-trans legislature because according to how this formula works, pushback against our movement seems like the most appropriate response in the world. I mean, come on, we have been screaming and yelling and bashing these people for years. And we've been doing everything in our power to silence them and to discredit them and to shame them and force them into joining our side. And we've been doing all of this in a way that is so rooted in opposition and fear and me versus you. So of course they're gonna push back. Like why wouldn't they? This is how the formula works. I input divisiveness and therefore that is what comes back to me. Now, obviously I get that this is a tough pill to swallow, right? I mean, there really are trans people who are experiencing incredible amounts of suffering specifically because of the actions of the opposition. So please keep in mind that I'm not trying to dismiss the reality of our situation. And I'm not trying to say like, oh, this is all our fault actually. No, instead I'm just trying to direct our attention towards the overarching mood and tone of our movement. And I'm asking the question, in what ways can we invite greater balance and harmony into how we go about our business? Because it would be such a shame for us to waste all of this incredible passion that we have simply because we have forgotten how the laws of our world work. And so it's not like I'm saying stop standing up for what you believe in. No, of course not. What I'm saying is do what you do, but do it with kindness. Be passionate and driven and courageous and keep your heart open. Speak your mind, have those tough conversations, stand up, but also remain balanced. And don't ever forget, it's your softness and it's your compassion and it's your love that is gonna win this war. All right, my friend, that's all I've got. See you in the next one.